cat jam in the car. We are here with our special guest today, Gary Robertson. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Hey, Gary. Welcome to my Porsche Taycan. How do you think? It's a great car. You really went all out on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you guys can't see what's going on here, but we have a view of the city. Yes. And But to rent the space, it was free because we just pulled into the spot and we're probably going to get arrested before the end of the podcast. Yeah, so we parked we'll at the Sunset Plaza. This is like lots of uh, big, sh you know, the TV show, Sailing Sunset. Yeah, Sailing Sunset at the office right there. It's right You'll there. You'll see the Kardashians go somewhere over there sometimes. You got some mm -hmm. good restaurants right behind us. So stop by Sunset Plaza. Yes. All right, so Gary. First, I want to make sure you are sanitized. I have different hand sanitizer in my car. There is a regular one. There is also like lavender ones. Do you want some hand sanitizer? Make sure it's sanitized. I'm good. You're good? Okay, cool. All right, so let's get started. So, all right, Gary, um, there's also something I want to tell you. If you want some massage in the car, you can get as well. I'm good. I, 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 it's not from me, okay? Oh, I know. It's well, not from me, all right? So I don't give massage even. But your car I'm, does. Yeah, this car, if you press a button by your seats, mm -hmm. this Porsche will give you free massage. It's super cool as wow. well. Talk about a happy ending. Oh my God. <laughs> also, another thing, don't worry, I'm not driving. I know you're worried. I'm an Asian driver. I'm going to park the car here. Yeah, I uh, saw you when you pulled in. You almost got in a car crash. So. No way. Hey, I'm not such a good driver, by the way. After this, we're going to go fast and furious ride. Okay. Are you ready? No. <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> no, not really. Okay, cool. All right, so let's get it started, Gary. Tell us about you. Because actually tonight, Gary and I are going to be at a comedy store. Right? Yeah, the Belly Room Comedy Store tonight mm -hmm. with uh, Daryl Hammond headlining. It's gonna be a great show. I don't think you'll uh, this this podcast will probably be airing after it happens. So it's gonna it will have been an amazing show. Had you been there? Yeah, but we wanna do more shows in comedy store as well, right? Yeah. So like uh, everywhere. Actually, the first time I met Gary was Gary's doing his own show at a flapper comedy. Can you yeah. tell us about your show as well, Gary? Yeah, I mean it's just another show with uh, great <laughs> headliners and a lot of show. fun and. Uh, yeah, Flapper's another great venue with great mm -hmm. food and everything, but the comedy store is kind of legendary. It's a lot of fun to be here. And yeah, yeah. I know I know you're gonna be you're gonna get booked coming up because I've heard on the that you got some bookings coming up. So yeah, I'm excited. Comedy. Yeah. So what what's a, what's your favorite venue to perform? By I the like way, all of them. Every venue has a different quality to it. They all have a different audience. They're all a lot, they're all a lot of fun. It's really what you make of it. So okay, you can perform at a bowling alley. It'll still be good. Yeah, like I feel like in LA, like comedians like perform everywhere. I've seen people perform in a parking lot as well. Have you ever done that? No, but we're in a parking lot now, so this could be the first time. So <laughs> yeah, totally. Like why not, right? So parking lot is cool. This parking lot has the best view, million dollar view here. Yeah, honestly. yeah. I take photos of my ex girlfriend here, or like at the stairwell, because you got these. Uh, you got a view of the city behind you, so it's really cool. So Gary, you're also a photographer, right? Oh, by yeah. the way, there is something about Gary you guys don't know. Gary's also Emmy nominated. Yeah, this is for editing. Uh, editing, <laughs> editing is yeah. cool, right? Tell us about it a little bit, like editing stuff, like what, how you get into it. How you got into? Well, yeah. I've been editing ever since I was a kid, and my first job, I interned for Quincy Jones Entertainment when they started up. And then I started doing some in-house editing there. And then I edited for an advertising firm. And I started doing promos for CBS and Sony and Universal. And um, then I started writing the promos. And that's kind of how I got into comedy. Because when you write promos for TV, you have to be very concise in the way you write. And it's got to get right to the point and hopefully be funny sometimes, too. Like, I did all the promos for, like, America's Got Talent. Wow. Um, and not, I, I'm sorry, America's Funniest Home Videos, not America's Got Talent. America's Funniest Home Videos, Married with Children, something I'll never be. 
I did all the promos for Ripley's, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. <laughs> what is that? I, I actually it's know. an old program that where they have oh. all these crazy things that you would or wouldn't believe. And there's a museum in Hollywood, the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, too. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, like, what what's the best project you ever worked on? Like, what's the one you actually nominated for Emmys? Well, that wasn't a big one. That was, like, a promo. But I've done some comedy specials. I did Jimmy Shun's comedy special. That was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I've done um, some, some long-form program, a number of long-form TV programs and stuff. It's I've done thousands of videos, so it's kind of hard to keep track of them. I think the the stuff that gives back is always good. I did some music videos for the homeless, one called Forgotten People mm -hmm. with the pop star named Jeremy Jordan. Um, so a lot of the music videos are always kind of fun and the songs and everything. So okay, so Gary, you are like multi-talented. You do editing and well, I don't know if I'm good at anything. I just do a lot of things. You so. do lots of what's your favorite thing, by the way? Like what's your directing? Directing, so yeah. you want to get into directing as well. I've right? been doing that forever too. Oh, cool! What so, have you? What have you? Music directed? videos, commercials, right. all kinds of stuff. It's so funny. We're in a parking lot. There's always random, creepy people walking around, and we're just wondering if we're gonna get like carjacked or something. <laughs> so. But I, I feel like this spot is pretty safe because, like, on Sunset, this is like West Hollywood. But if you park at the parking lot at Hollywood, it may not be safe. By the way, because last time my friend came over to uh, watch me perform at some venue in like a bourbon room in mm -hmm. Hollywood and then he parked right like just like outside of the venue and when he got out his car got like you no know, breaking too I think that some homeless like his car is like right next to the homeless tents and um, he said that maybe it's a homeless guy kind of breaking into his car well we had a uh, guest uh, 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 wait who's uh, Hasselhoff David Hasselhoff's one of his wives was at our uh, comedy show the other night and she went home, and then her car was stolen the next morning. What? So, yeah, and, and she broadcasted a whole thing about it. So. Oh, gosh. That's kind of like L.A. right now. Like yeah, welcome Hollywood. to L.A. I feel like West Hollywood is safer, right? Not really. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't even watch horror films anymore. I just turn on the Nextdoor app, and so I get <laughs> notifications of all the crazy stuff going on around here. You mean Nextdoor app in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's, it's, that's hilarious. Well, I live here, so it's like there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on here. Yeah. By the way, today is so cloudy. It's so rare, like we have like raining cloudy days here in LA, right? Yeah, it's all overcast now. Yeah, I feel like when it starts raining in LA, no one knows how to drive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just... they don't know how to drive anyway, so the <laughs> rain just makes it even worse. It's just like, generally speaking, no one knows how to drive in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you're a good driver? I'm a good driver? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretty good. Better than me? Probably. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna... Well, wait, that's a, a, a stereotype, though, because my ex-girlfriend was actually a very... She was a Filipina uh -huh. and, and actually an amazing driver. I'm all, right. like, she would back into my this parking space. I'm like, how are you pulling that off? Like, And I went to the Philippines once uh -huh. for a wedding, and um, the drivers on the freeway were incredible. Like, I would have gotten... An, it would have been, like, bumper cars for me. They're amazing. They're weaving in and out of the traffic. Uh -huh. so, so that's a wise tale. There's a lot of good Asian drivers out there. Yeah, I think like if you go to like Asia, like you can see people drive so crazy, but they manage a lot to crash. Yeah, yeah. That's a scale, right? Yeah, it's like bumper cars. Yeah, and there's like a bicycles, people just walking around. Like it's cool. I mean, so I don't think an Asian driver is a bad driver. No, you know, from that just perspective. Just here in America. <laughs> you no, know, maybe because they don't know how to read a sign. I mean, I'm just kidding. I should not say that. I'm Asian myself, right? <laughs> but I like, you know. Yeah, all how right. come they're so amazing at Kung Fu and so bad at driving? Like, well, how can they just... But this is, like, too tough. Like, what? why do you think that is? I, 
I honestly don't know. Like, I don't know how the stereotype of Asian driver, bad drivers, because uh, I've seen lots of good Asian drivers, honestly. Mm -hmm. Look at like, Fast and Furious, like, right? Yeah, so, Tokyo Drift. Yeah, like, Asians are pretty good at drifting as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're drifting when they're not supposed to. That's the problem, I think. <laughs> Just drift anytime. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> All right, so Gary, tell us about your comedy. How did you get into comedy? I went through a divorce, and I don't know if you, if you guys go through a divorce, you're up for anything after it happens. Like if somebody says, hey, you want to go skydiving? Okay, why not? Because your life is totally different. So I was coincidentally with Jimmy. Mm -hmm. He would come out to support me and my, I was managing a pop star back then. Mm -hmm. He would come and support us, and we'd go support him. And after my divorce, I was at the comedy store in the belly room where we're going to be performing tonight. And I said to him, oh, I'd try that. And he said, okay, I'll get you up next month. And so then he, they got me up the next month and I tried it and went okay. You know, I, I worked on an act for like a month. And then second time, it got a little better. And the third time, for, I had like a really strong set in the original room. Uh -huh. And then I've been doing it ever since. So that was like nine years ago. Okay. So you've been doing comedy almost 10 years, basically. Nine, ten, right? Yeah, close. Yeah, nine years. Yeah. So you got into comedy because you went through a divorce. They say comedy comes from tragedy, which is totally right right yeah yeah definitely yeah so i went through a really bad breakup this year as well because my ex doesn't want me to do comedy how come he just hates he doesn't want me to go out at night i mean like there's no daytime oh. comedy okay for a jealous person this is not a good game because like we're out there at night at clubs a lot, of, a lot of people come up to you after. Like, my ex-girlfriend was very jealous and, and thought that, okay. like, every girl I ran into was interested. And believe me, they're not lined up for me, okay? So, <laughs> so it's like, you know, but every girl, like, the host has to be really nice when they bring you up. And mm -hmm. she would always go, that girl likes you. I'm all, no, you have to be nice when you bring up the, the comedian. You mean, like, a kind of sort of, uh, what breaks camels back, like, your relationship is also because you do comedy. Is that why? Well, I, I think that was... A contributing factor she was just kind of naturally a little jealous but like uh but great otherwise like every great quality except for that but um and we're you know we're, we're on good terms and everything but it's just it's just when you're in comedy and you're, you're with a jealous partner they are mm. going to be wary of everybody around you they're not going to want you staying up late all the time and out late all the time with you know you have to market yourself and to meet people so it's a very difficult thing if you're dating somebody who's a little jealous to to you know Right, exactly. Yeah. I feel like it takes some special kind of person, like a partner, to accept you doing comedy, like you said, right? Yeah. You, uh, you have to go out at night a lot. Yeah, so, like, um, what what's your favorite, like, you know, um, comedy special you ever edited? I know you, you mentioned about, like, you edited comedy well, special as well. Yeah, I directed a couple of them this year, and... I, Jimmy, I did his, I produced and edited his first one. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Jimmy Shin's Walk of Shame. I did Sarah Halstead's RVs and Cats, too. I cut that and then helped produce that. And um, I just filmed Jimmy's new one in Tacoma, Washington. And it's going to be really amazing. I think it's going to be next level for him. And really wow. excited to get that done. Um, I got Greg Where's Comedy Special. I, we filmed at the Comedy Chateau. That's looking really good. Mm -hmm. uh, so Richard Chastler's. I did it at uh, Genghis Cohen. So, we're, you know, I got a lot on the way. I'm still editing them, so I can't say what's going to be my favorite yet, but I'm really excited for the, the next three that are coming out, and we'll see where they go. So, Gary, are you doing your own special soon as well? I planned that this coming this year. Oh, well, now cool. we're in this year. It's 2023, so like... Oh, so you're, you're yeah, doing it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I plan It'll probably be second half because I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'll be busy with their comedy specials for the next couple months, and I'm, I'm writing mine out, and it's a very different flow. Like, we're used right. to doing... Typically in LA, you're gonna do like seven to 15 minute sets, but mm -hmm. 
when you do a comedy special, you're doing 45, 50 minutes. So you really have to write it with a different flow. It's gotta have a whole arc and a whole storyline and a beginning, middle and end and everything. Mm -hmm. So it's a different format. So I'm, I'm working on that right now. Of course. So, uh, like, you know, how long have you been doing comedy? I mean, I am still new, like on two years. I got but you're doing it. great. Yeah, you're Thank you're you. playing, playing all the different venues. You're getting around there. You've already lost a boyfriend over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good bonus coming out of this, right? But I I've been doing improv for a while. I I started drama for years and years, and that was at an improv school. Um, you know, the Nerdist on Sunset. Okay. So I started over there. That's how I got into comedy. I started writing uh, some comedy script, and then that's when my friends, my uh, stand-up comedian, just come. so. All right, what else like you like to do like besides doing comedy? Like people say, lots of comedians are boring, you know, like depressed. How do you feel about people think comedians are depressed? Like lots of people has this stereotypes that almost comedians are depressed. Like, how do you feel about that? I don't care. So <laughs> whatever you are, like, whatever yeah. people, no, I'm not depressed at all. I don't think. Okay. I think yeah, I'm that's rarely, a stereotype but, as but, well. I feel like. Yeah, it is a stereotype, and but it is a common thing because of so many famous comedians who've either taken their life or died from drug overdoses or, or problems. So it's a common theme that is reinforced by uh, the news that we experience you know, a lot of times. Yes. But I know a lot of comedians who aren't depressed at all. They have they enjoy comedy, they love doing it, mm -hmm. and it's a very satisfying thing to, to make a lot of people laugh. So Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, I know I'm, I'm still new to comedy, but I, I don't want to get on the route. People say, oh, comedians, they're like, just depressed. I, I don't believe in that as well. Yeah, you don't have to be. So, Gary, where are you originally from? I grew up in San Diego. Wow, the, so the main streets of La Jolla. Very local. What about right. your family? Where's your family? Oh, uh, my family. Lots of my family are here as well, but lots of my family is still in China. So like oh, okay. all spread out. So it's all over. Um, what do they think of you doing comedy? Uh, I mean, like I'm kind of like the black sheep of the Asian family. I think you know I get to do whatever I want to do. Of course, my family wish I could just you know become a doctor or a lawyer, but I'm not smart enough to do that. So I'm just doing this. I'm just joking. I think I'm very, I'm very smart. <laughs> no, you have to be smart to do comedy. Yeah, I'm just you have joking. To, yeah. You have to look at uh, situations in a in no comedians very yeah exactly. I think uh, observations and the most comedians are very good writers. We write our own jokes. By the way, do you write your own jokes? Yeah, yeah, all of them. So you write. You know, lots of people told me, oh, some comedians, you know, have like joke writing team later on. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, people write the jokes I think, for you. You know, some people aren't natural writers, so sometimes if people, if they need it, then other people can write for them. And there's a lot of great comedians who are great performers, but maybe not great writers, so they require a team. Mm -hmm. It's really whatever works. I mean, the, the whole goal is to make the audience laugh, to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And if you want to create, you know, send a message, and that's doable too. But it's whatever people feel the need to do. I, I, I like writing my own stuff. I only connect to my, the stuff that I write, so... I don't really want I, I I don't like when people give me like sometimes they'll come up to me and they'll try to give me like lines or something. I don't I, I never take them for the most yeah, part. Yeah, I, I have this you know? this kind of thing happen as well. Like uh I did my set and then some people will come over like like there are some non comedian comedians say, Oh, there are some great jokes for you. Like sometimes I wouldn't listen to them. Yeah. Uh, I would like, okay, like one time this like a very, very old Jewish kind of comedian um, said, oh, Kat, I'm gonna write some jokes for you. And he wrote a bunch of jokes for me, and it sounds very, like, not like me. Yeah. It's very much just, um, I don't know how to say that words. Like, you know, uh, you know, people talk about like yellow fever kind of thing, right? Like, his joke sounds very yellow fever. And Yikes. it's like, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not gonna say those kind of jokes. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. that, that's just not me. But uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> All right, another thing I want to talk about is like the whole cancel culture in like, you know, comedy world, you know. Mm. People talk about like, oh, nowadays it's hard for comedians to write jokes because you don't want to offend anybody, right? Yeah. Like, how do you feel about the whole cancel culture thing in comedy world? I, early on in all my comedy was like really going for shock value. So mm -hmm. I said the most inappropriate things I could come up with. During the Zoom times when everything was recorded, during the pandemic uh, lockdowns, mm -hmm. I kind of rewrote a lot of stuff so I, it would be more presentable and I wouldn't be uh, canceled from Zoom. <laughs> so, um, but I still think it's important to be a little edgy and to make people think and to sometimes shock people and maybe have them feel a certain type of way, you know? So mm -hmm. I, I, we ought to have a very wide, uh, it's so funny, it's starting to rain, by the way. Yeah, they just start dripping right See, now. See, so this is the occupational that, hazard of doing a podcast in a car. It's starting to rain, but it's cool. You'll hear a little pitter-patter here. Yeah, so but it's I, so cool to watch the rain from, yeah. like, you know. Uh. So, so I think part of our jobs is, uh, I think, uh, who said it? Dave Chappelle said it, you know, it's our job to speak recklessly. So, you know, I don't believe in cancel culture. I think we ought to be able to say whatever we can, as, yeah. as long as it's not using certain words that are just obviously offensive. But um, yeah, it's a performance. So we're all we're trying to create some kind of emotional response in the audience. I used to call it a psychological attack on the audience. Right. But um, that was when I was doing shock value stuff. But it's whatever. It's a it's an art form that you do all different techniques. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think lots of comedy comes from surprise, right? Yeah. Like I always found the jokes most funny ones, like a surprising and unexpected. Uh, the, speaking of cancel culture thing, like you know, I know being a male comedian, white white male comedian. I've always been a male, by the way, too. Yeah, so. yeah totally. Born I didn't, male. You, you didn't... Enjoy. <laughs> okay. I haven't transformed yet. It's not too late, though, so... <laughs> I, you know, Bruce Jenner is so inspiring. I mean, Caitlin. Oh, now, that's why so. we jokes, right? Can you tell tell no. us I, that, tell us a joke again? Because that's one Gary's uh, famous joke about that, right? You want to The funny thing about it is I have a whole bit about Caitlin Jenner. Right. And, um... I, I worked with his son, and his son is a like really Which nice one? little guy. There are uh, so many. Uh, what, Brandon? Wait, wait. Okay, because they're a couple, right? Brandon. Okay. Yeah, it's so fun. And it, what are the odds of that? Like, I end up directing his son in a in a oh, spot for, for a, uh, a a new reality series, like a new um, music reality series that's coming out soon. Oh, so you're directing that one? Yeah. Oh, that's so, awesome. So it's just so it, it's such a small world. Like, you make fun of somebody, and then you end up working with their relatives. I mean, it's so bizarre. How how do you feel about his son? Think so, about it with jokes. I, I don't. I think he'd probably be cool with it. I think. I think they have to. Mm -hmm. I think they understand that it's a very unusual situation mm -hmm. for their father, who's a world champion athlete, to transform into a woman after so long. Mm -hmm. So, and and by the way, have you talked to him about that? No, 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 no. And I, I, I just worked with him one day, so we didn't talk at length. But it's just the irony is that I have a clip on YouTube that has that joke in it and if you ever saw it you'd see that I'm making fun of his yeah I remember his, that's his, one of your most mother. memorable jokes well it's, it's one yeah. of my it's one of I open with it sometimes not all yeah. the time but every you know frequently lately right it's because I think it's so interesting I mean it's it's not like it's not a mean-spirited bit like I part of it is that yeah I date her I, you mm -hmm. know I'd love to date an Olympic gold medalist you know that kind of thing so mm-hmm it's not a mean-spirited bit, but it is a very interesting situation. Another thing that we can look at, like as a comedian, uh, you know, transforming is a very interesting thing. I mean, whether you, I'm not for or against it, I'm just, it's just very interesting one way or another. Yeah, I think it's like people's freedom. You can do whatever you want as long as you don't hurt other people, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like the thing. Like, white people care too much about how other people live their life. That's the thing. 
All right, so Gary, we're gonna move on to some fun questions, you know. Uh -oh. Yeah, and those are the questions. It's just regarding to relationship. You talk about you. By, by the way, the other funny thing about this podcast, there's a guy sitting in a car right next to us the entire time too. So they're probably spying on us. So I know. We wonder that too. Is that like a spy? <laughs> he looks. He looks kind of like spy. Yeah, by the we're way. being rained on. We're being spied at. We got people walking behind us. So. I, feel, I have this like James Bond vibe right now. I'm I know. Sitting, well, you look like on. it. I I don't know. You can't see what's going on, but Cat pulls up and pulls out like a million pieces of gear. And then sets up this whole podcast in like five minutes. It would take me probably two hours because I'd be carefully putting the cameras. She throws a camera up, throws a camera up, throws a mic, and it's ready to go. Yes. <laughs> like you, drive, you, you, you podcast like you drive, fast and furious. <laughs> totally. It's like a bunk girl. I'm like spy. You're in a spy, spy film right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Gary, uh, I'm going to ask you some questions. These are written about, in Cantonese. Yes. Yeah, Cantonese or Mandarin. By the way, Cantonese and Mandarin totally different English. Oh really? Yeah, I don't I don't understand Cantonese at all. Oh, oh I mean like I understand a little bit. I don't know how to speak. Yeah. So Chinese is very complicated. Oh, we're so learning like, stuff today. Who would have yeah, known? That's like a foreign language for me, Cantonese. Yeah. Alright. So Gary, what is the deal breaker in your relationship? Uh jealousy. That was easy. Oh yeah, I think we talked about <laughs> like, that, right? Well, it's very recent. It's like it, when, it, when did you guys break up? literally a couple a week ago basically i mean because so, I, I went down to la jolla to perform uh -huh. and the whole time she was texting me like i'm gonna i'm gonna hook up with these girls or whatever down there and i'm all no i'm not like i'm not looking for any other girl like and then so here's the crazy thing so um normally i would put her on skype so she could see that this isn't attracting a lot of women to my hotel <laughs> room right so so you have like a facetime here yeah yeah we FaceTime. do we, so oh, i have facetime okay. all the time I, I, there's no I, woman sitting next yeah. to you oh yeah, yeah. like okay. she would flip out with this whole thing right oh now oh my gosh we have shared same experience my ex is the same like everywhere i go he, he wanted me facetime him mm -hmm. like he's like okay You're, facetime me right now make sure there's no guy sitting next to you oh that's so fun that's exactly what i was doing i would <gasps> even put like jimmy we'd be having lunch i put him on screen so oh. so she could see i'm not with a girl so here's a here's who, this was the problem so then I, I i was so tired i drove down to la jolla I, I went to the hotel room after performing i was exhausted i fell asleep and then i woke up at 1 30 in the morning and i saw that she had called at 11 30 mm -hmm. like numerous times like right. and i slept through it so she assumes that i was sleeping with some girl at my hotel room wow. and, I, and i was like literally dead asleep like this so Maybe you have like just put your phone like FaceTime where you're sleeping the whole time. So <laughs> well, I even sent her a video. I said, "There's nobody here." Like, but I, and I didn't hear back. And I knew that she was furious, and I okay. knew that she th assumes that I was sleeping with some girl down there because I happen oh. to know a lot of people down there. Wow. So, so anyway, that was kind of the end of that. Yeah. But we're on, you know. I, but uh, you know, That's she's good. a great girl. I like you everything guys... about her. I mean, other than that, she was probably just flawed. Great, like everything about her. That's... She's on my Instagram if you want to see her too. Okay, cool. Yeah, I want. I want. <laughs> she has see no her. social media, so you you can take a look. You'll never. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Like for for me, like when I was dating somebody, I want I want somebody who's not on social media. Really? So, yeah, I don't know why. It's hard to find. Well, well, let's go hook to... my my ex up with your ex <laughs> <laughs> because my ex isn't on social media, and you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, that's kind of like my thing. All right. So yeah. next one. What's a green flag of your first date? A green flag. Of, so, in other words, a, a positive thing um, that they uh, that the girl is. I think just nice, number one. I think that's kind of a good thing. I think you're like, lying. You gotta be, I think you, you definitely want to see someone who's hot, right? Well, like I mean, guys, yeah, there guys has to so be. Visual, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there has to be a physical attraction, obviously. Right. 
but um beyond that like so that's a given <laughs> but, <laughs> but beyond that like hopefully the person's nice too. so basically it's everything you had to be pretty you had to be nice you had to be uh just everything well fun yeah fun to be with nice pretty attractive and, and, oh, and a great whole, personality whole package and uh and yeah all right. I mean, but that's what everybody's looking for. You're looking for the same thing, right? Uh, no, I don't. I'm just, I just want to find like some guy who is not crazy. I'm just joking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you're going to have to move out of this city probably for that. So. Uh, yeah, moved out of California, uh, right? Well, the guy in the car right to the right of us might be the, the one. You never know. Oh my gosh, this guy sitting next to us, uh, not this guy, another car, he, he totally looked like a spy, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That he's, is so he's funny. KGB, definitely. Yeah, he looks like this Russian spy there. Mm. I wish I can show the video, I can, for the privacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Yeah, definitely. Okay. That's going to be bad. All right, what's a red flag of your first date? Yeah, well... There's not a lot of... Uh, oh, Like a first date. Oh, okay, like, wait. You know, not, not like a there relationship. There was one... Yeah. I remember I went on one date right in this... I used to take girls to the Sunset Plaza, like to uh, Cravings across the street. That was my... And then if they'd ever... If I was dating somebody long term and they asked where our first date was, I always knew it was all the same place because I'd taken to the same place. Right. But um, I took this one girl there and I could tell we just weren't vibing at all. Like we weren't getting along. Like we just weren't... You know how you have a repertoire with somebody mm -hmm. and you, you can talk to them, communicate well? We weren't communicating well. We weren't seeing eye, eye to eye. And for some reason, she didn't want to let me go. And I wanted to, like, leave. But, like, it, it just got funny to me because I felt like I was trapped in this date. And I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not rude enough to walk out or anything. So I just said, oh, look at the time. I was trying How to How did you guys meet? On the dating app? Yeah, dating app. I, Which I'm one? A, it was probably, uh, that was probably, like, uh, Match.com or something. Oh, that like. it was, that's not a dating app. It's like a dating website. I think it's, like... 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, nobody well, uses that anymore, right? No, but Tinder and Bumble are still on on site on websites too. You don't have to use them on your phone. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I know lots of people on Hinge and those kind of like dating app right yeah. now. Are you on any dating apps? I'm on all of them. <laughs> You're like, I'm going yeah. to take it all. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. Which one is you your see favorite? all the same ones. You see the same people on all the different sites yeah. too. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. By the um, way, what's a dating dating life before you're here in LA? People say dating in LA is like American horror story. It's really hard, right? So like what's your dating dating life here in LA? Do you think it's I feel it's it's easier for guys here. Like like better for girls. I I don't think it's a I don't know. I think it's fun just to meet new people anyway. Like even if the if you don't have any expectations mm -hmm. And it's just fun to meet new people and, and find out what their stories are and what their life has been like and how and what made them who they are. So I've never had what I consider a bad date except for that one where I was a prisoner. But um, <laughs> you were so, so it's always fun for me. So like yeah. whether I meet people or not, like um, I, I, but I, it is a pain though because you you know it's like you're you have to swipe swipe right. It's yeah like, yeah yeah. You're, you're it's like know. you're playing a video game. You know. It's yeah, like, and there like lots of uh, my guy friends that are so many like catfish like on dating app. I don't see a lot of those, but... You're lucky, then. But probably girls see more of that, right? No, there's a, lots of guys see a lot of catfish as well. It's like one girl show up, they don't look at their pictures. Like, I think being different. a photographer yeah. helps me see what the you potential flaws might... How, right? how things might look yeah. different. Uh, and plus, you know, like... You're um, going to see through this, right? What's so, that? Oh, you're going to uh, see through everything. So, like, I'm, I'm wearing, like, my glasses. Like, sometimes I'm going to see through this. See through everything. By the way, this is really cool. Is this that is a like, camera glass? This is camera. I'm not recording yeah, you. Yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. Uh -huh. I may have a recording. I'm recording you right now. Oh, okay. This cool. is, like, um, oh, that's a nice view. the Ray-Ban, like, a Ray-Ban wafer. Like, yeah. Smart glasses. I can record people as well. If I See? 
totally like yeah like, i see the cameras right there all the spikes i saw those i was gonna get one i thought it's it really cool. cool i like it and also yeah, like this cameras. one it's uv uh and once the sunlight hits we're turning into like uh sunglasses oh okay that's cool okay we're running out of time we're gonna play a game at oh, the great. end this game is one this okay hold on this game is one of my favorite board game as well. Basically, uh, there are three different categories. There's like, uh, you can pick cards. One is icebreaker, another one is deeper. Oh no, icebreaker, deep and deeper. All right. So, like, you can pick well, cards. Well, let's skip icebreaker. Let's go to deep. How many are you going to do? Uh, you, you can pick three questions. Basically. Okay, okay. Yeah, so let's, let's go do... Let's go deep and we'll t see how that is. And okay, then, uh, uh, this one first, the icebreaker, deep and deeper. Yeah, pick okay. Pick cards. Yeah. Okay, so I'll pick one. Yeah, pick one. Okay. And then you're gonna read it. So this question, we both have to answer the question okay. as well. Do you want to read the questions? If you could be fluent in another language, which would it be and why? I would say French. Oh, I thought you were gonna say English. Oh my gosh, this is, sounds <laughs> very racist right now, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, uh, Spanish. Okay, why? Um, because we're near Mexico. <laughs> and I studied that. I never got that good in school. Okay. I got right. good enough for Taco Bell. Let's do one more card. Oh, like okay. two more. Yeah. All right, let's do deep again. No, no, no. You cannot do deep again. You have okay. to pick. Oh, oh, another. Okay. Icebreaker. icebreaker. Okay. All right. Icebreaker. Yeah. Okay. If we needed a fun, safe word during sex, what would you want it to be? Um. Red. Red. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mine would be help. <laughs> so random. Okay. So basic. All right, last one. Here we go. Your, <laughs> look at the timing. Okay, deep. Uh, what's one thing I don't know about you? Oh, this is like, okay, this is like a dating. This is like something people to do on a date. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I just play the game for yeah. everyone because I feel like it's kind of cool, right? Yeah. It's like an open, open question. Like okay. you want to get to know friends, she, whatever. She saved money on hiring writers by, by playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're in a car in a free parking lot. We're saving money with phones, so. Totally, yes. <laughs> All right, so what's one thing I don't know about you? You want tell me first. Oh, wait, one thing you don't know about me. Oh, you, well, you didn't know that I, uh, I write songs. Uh, uh, so look for DJ Sharp Cut on Spotify. Um, and uh, yeah, so my songs are available online, and then you can look for the music videos on YouTube. For me, uh, I'm actually super athletic. I speak better English than you have expected. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 kind of athlete, what kind of sports do you play? I play tennis. I used to play tennis. I, I was on my tennis team in high oh, school. Oh, cool. So are you like a pro? What, what's the level are you? I mean, I'm not pro, but I mean, I, I haven't played in years, but I mean, I used to mm. play in my high school team. And then, I, but so cool. you did, you played, where did you play? I didn't, I, I was, I was not a pro or anything, but I, I played, um, for years and years yeah yeah so i do um play tennis pretty well all right so we're gonna end this cat in cat jam in the car i kept seeing cat jam in the van for some reason well, that's because like, there was a comedy show called jam in a van oh that is why because i keep seeing cat jam in the van so yeah i heard of jam in the van right it's yeah like they do like shows in the van right yeah yeah, maybe or that's outside why. the van. They weren't in the van, but they no, were not, outside. Not, the van. not actually in the van. Yeah, yeah. So where? where did I, I don't. Know, I never really went to it. Oh, I, cool. I, I didn't perform that one. Yeah, but. this definitely is not a van. It's Porsche. It cannot be a van. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a really nice one too. I yeah, know. it's like. By the way, this is like a, my favorite color. Tiffany blue is my mm -hmm. favorite color. And then. When did you get it? 
Uh, not long ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So this car is actually custom made. I think Porsche only make like five thousand this car each oh, wow. year, huh. and it's also EV car as well. You don't you don't need gas. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right. So we're gonna end this podcast. And uh, Gary, do you have anything to plug? Like anybody can find you. Go on to link, linktree.com forward slash sharpcut. Go to sharpcut productions for my video production. Go to comedian Gary uh, sharpcut. Go to comedian Gary Robinson on Instagram, and then uh, DJ Sharpcut on Spotify or Instagram. And then you can find me with my music, my comedy, and my video productions uh, all over the place. Yes, thank you for being. Hey, thanks for having podcast. me. It was fun. It's yeah. the first and probably last podcast I'm going to do in a car, unless uh, oh, Seinfeld. I don't, I don't think it's going to be the last one because well, I think people are going to copy this. Yeah, but they don't have a cool car like this. Well, hopefully us. Seinfeld will have me on Comedians and Cars getting coffee one day. Oh my I'm gosh, yes. I was thinking about like, like putting some coffee or boba tea here as well next time. <laughs> but I don't want people to spill the drinks. So this car is like, the interior is so nice. Yeah, yeah, it's really I thought nice. about that. And then, all right, so thank you guys for listening. Hey, and, thanks for having uh, me. Yes, thank you, Gary. And follow us, Cat Jam, in the car. And also follow me on social official Cat C as well. And I'll see you guys next. Peace.